everyone, and welcome to Oscar Grouches, the show where we talk about the Oscars and either talk about the best of the best or do predictions. Today we're doing a prediction episode. I know it's early in the year to start predicting what'll be an Oscar nominee, but today we're going to focus mostly on the horror and sci-fi movies that have come out, in particular three of them, Annihilation, A Quiet Place, and Hereditary. I'm Nick. And I'm Tyler. And I guess let's just get started talking about it, these three movies. Um, let's talk about the first one that we saw. So the first one we saw was Annihilation. Yes. So Annihilation, um, I would say it's horror sci-fi. We say it's horror sci-fi? I would say it's horror sci-fi. Okay. Um, cause this movie was great. At least, like, sci-fi suspense. I would say, like, it, it, it definitely... Um, uh, two movies did this, and we'll get to the other one later, but I feel like we're inspired a lot by the movie Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I say, like, horror sci-fi, but it's, um, I mean, it was, it really kind of got under, uh... Your skin? Well, under your skin, I was going to say, like, um, (laughs) underrepresented, I felt like it didn't get as much hype as it deserved. I mean, I'd have to check and see how it did at the box office, but in terms of just, like, marketing in general, like... Yeah. With what I saw on TV, there just wasn't a lot. It sort of disappeared in it, which is disappointing... Um, I know in some countries they released it straight to Netflix. Wow. Yeah, so it was, I mean, and the thing is, like, it was really good. And I mean, like, we're we're talking about... Besides The Quiet Place, this is still my favorite movie of the year. All these badass scientists who are going out there, and, I mean, visually speaking, it was wonderful. Yeah. And I think when I first saw it, I thought, like, it was going to have a little bit more Oscar buzz, but now that uh, we've had a little bit of time, I think it's already sort of faded. Um, in terms of... Like, visuals, though, and, like, sound stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, the art... This movie was driven by its production and its sound with how immersive it was. I mean, the sound design is horrifying. It's so... It, yeah. it just makes you feel, like you said, like, it's under your skin. Like, it, it it feels like sort of like that awful feeling when you realize you have bugs in your home, but it's, like, you find out there are bugs inside in of you. In particular... Oh, like, and then also, just before we get into anything, spoiler alert, if we talk about oh, yeah. anything in the movie and you haven't There's seen a shit that, ton of spoilers in this, so... It's been out since March, so you've had your chance. You've had your chance with all these. Yeah. Um, in particular, just this, like, the ending scene where she's confronting the alien. Just all that booming. Yeah. At the same, but at the same time, just, like, lurking sounds. So with that... I don't know. For me, well, no, that when that one monster has their screams, oh like so, it's like this monster that kills you. But then, like when hi, this is Alfred. Um, he meowed. I don't know if you could hear him there. I bet they could. Um, we have a cat. Uh, say hi. Okay. <laughs> he did say hi. <laughs> so, Anyways, back to a quiet. No, no, no. Sorry, annihilation. annihilation. Yeah, I think <laughs> it definitely has some chances at the sound stuff because of the monster that like takes your screams. Um, and I, for sure, like, production design and that is, special effects That is, for me, that's like were, a shoe in for a nomination. We're gorgeous. I don't think we're going to get any acting. Maybe we can squeeze in a writing from this, because it's sort of... Adapted screenplay. Um, because people, this, this is... It is an adaptation a um, of a novel, which is weird. I, uh, after reading it, I don't... Well, you read the book? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And it, uh, it's very different, because the screenplay was written based off of an early manuscript, and then... He went somewhere entirely different with it, which is fine. Um, Didn't they both end in the same place, though? Uh, I don't. It, it's it's like similar, but not. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's yes, but at the same time, like in you just I, it's hard to describe. But like the book, in my opinion, like 
you could read it and not know that it's the same thing. You you would note oh, similarities, cool. but you'd be like, wow, this is it's that different in my opinion. All right. So um, so could would you think that it could be in contention for adapted screenplay? Potentially, just because it's kind of it's already been compared to Arrival a lot, which I don't know why it's compared to Arrival. I think people are just doing in it in terms of just like the sci-fi. They both just driven. start with A. I feel like. no, they're sci-fi female driven with with little sprinkles of horror. Yeah, they like, and I don't. Think when Arrival I say, I would say. Did, a Arrival didn't even really have any horror, horror in it, did it? I mean, for me, any anything that involves aliens with like booming sounds is scary. I guess that's true, <laughs> but yeah, this I, one definitely had much more intentional horror. What with the skull bear yeah. monster thing, the alligator with shark's teeth. They could maybe squeak out a screenplay, Nam, but I, I highly doubt it. I think we're so looking at production design and special effects is kind of, it may be sound, but mm-hmm. it ends there. I know I just listed like four categories, and I, I was I like, but speak, then it ends there. I can't speak to anything about like picture, director, because I'm not sure what it took to direct this film. I thought it was very, very just like... I just don't think we have it much of a it chance. Wasn't really that it, novel, so. and not in terms of because it doesn't deserve to be nominated for best picture. I just don't think, like politically speaking, it's put itself in that correct campaign. I think lot. of the three movies we're going to talk about tonight, it has a better chance than like Hereditary, for like picture. Well, I don't know. I, th- really? I would say they're about equal, okay. personally. Um, so yeah. no, no acting. Even though since this is like. An effects-driven film. The fact that it was carried even more so by the oh, acting. The acting in it is it's amazing. So All of the acting is on par. I feel like the director was on par. Everything was just so wonderful. It was, you know, they they really horror movies have just been like taking a huge step forward. What with Jordan Peele, I think that Get Out kind of pushed it through because I think now people are saying. Horror movies... Can sell... Well, horror movies have always sold well. I guess I should say that. But horror horror movies can be good movies. Yes. Because we were talking about this many months ago, about how people differentiate horror and thriller, and a lot of people I've been talking to say that a thriller is a good horror movie, and that makes me so mad. They're just done. (laughs) No, Uh, that is not the difference. Well, and I think that that's the thing is, a lot of people think that when horror is good, then it's no longer a horror movie. Like, I had to argue with my screenwriting professor said that The Exorcist wasn't a horror movie. Are you kidding? And that I was is like, the horror movie. I was like, that's such a that's such a laughable statement, and you know it. And I, I mean, he even backed it down immediately, and I was like, are you telling me that a little girl getting possessed by a demon, spinning her head around and killing people is not a horror movie? I mean, it's a horror movie. It's just... It's just good. No, and so Tyler, like, that's a family drama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's just good. And uh, the other one we talked about was Sixth Sense, which I could... He could anyway. That's way off the track. The point is with annihilation. We're allowed like, to digress. It's our own thing. Yes. You but, guys are along for the ride, no matter where we go. So let. But annihilation, <laughs> I think, it, it was a gorgeous film. Mm-hmm. I think it just and the 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 deeper human themes going on besides just the sci-fi of just like this idea of destroying yourself and each character kind of had their own destructive nature right. and how that was so. Um, Seeing all the women, like at least like three out of the five just tear themselves down. Oh, yeah, they were... so... Just 
Oh my god. They were there visceral. Was just, yeah, there was something about the fact that they all wanted to harm themselves, but then like on a sci-fi level they are doing harm. So it was a little bit buffy with the yeah. metaphor becoming realized in a sci-fi way, which I always enjoy. So, um, let's just wrap this up one up here. I'd say any kind of technical Oscar, this thing can definitely be nominated for. Cinematography, editing, sound, either mixing or editing. I don't think it has much of a ch- shot at cinematography. Why? I just, I mean, it was, but I just feel like... Remember, they, you have to take into contention all the lighting, all the angles. That's just, for me, though, I, I just mean, like, politically speaking, I feel like I cinematography is one that something else is going to come around and take it, because they just went so early in the season. Okay, that makes sense. But I feel like, generally speaking, production design and special effects, especially special effects, I feel like special effects, it's almost a shoe-in, because... Special effects as a category has gone at any time of the year to any type of movie. It might be a superhero movie, it might be an animated movie. Yeah, you know what remember, I mean? Like, don't never count out the Marvel movies. And we yeah. had, what, two this year? It's like what? Kubo was nominated for special effects, right? It was. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started on Leica and Kubo. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> but it's sort of, I think special effects is I that category that. where people really don't care how pretentious your movie was or when it came out. They're like, Hey, Han Solo could be nominated for that. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it was. And maybe even for <laughs> production design. It wouldn't even really make me mad. Uh, I um, laughed because I thought that movie was dumb. Oh, well, I mean, it was a little bit. But I think, like, visually speaking, it, it had some good qualities. Right. Okay, so let's go on to A Quiet Place, which I Annihilation was my favorite movie of the year until this came out two months later. I think, well, and this one is so much... Um, Again, movie, I think this one is a much bigger Oscar contender than the other two A movie films. that was supposed to be driven by its, like, its technical ability, but was just carried by its acting. Oh, the acting is what sells it. I mean, Emily Blunt, I know they're already, I feel like people are already pushing for her to get a nom, and I would, she's this, never been nominated. I want to also say that. Emily Blunt again, has like, never been nominated. Back in 2009, for The Young Victoria, I thought she should have gotten an Oscar. And she got some preliminary nominations, but did not get the Oscar nom. She was also got a lot for, um, what's that, uh, Girl on the Train, and uh-huh. wasn't and didn't get the nom. Didn't she get a Golden Globe also for The Devil Wears Prada? A nomination, yeah. Nomination. Yeah. I apologize. And, um, yeah, shame on you. <laughs> she was so good. She was so good. And, like, that's the thing. Is she <laughs> She's continually great. She's a great actress. surprises me in everything she does. Which is and why I think she should get Best Actress Nom. She's not a supporting actress in this film. Oh, no, she's not. not if even they close. even tried to in argue fact, it, honestly, people would laugh them out of. I could say that all four of them are leads. They're all in it equally and enough to be considered a lead. I would However, just agree. I really? think you could pull the off. Children? I think you could pull off the children are supporting. I don't think they're going to get nominated. I don't oh, think there's even the a only prayer. person who I think would get a nomination for acting is Emily. Yes. Now I do think, for me, if I had to pick one, if they were like, you only get to have one nomination that you think is going to come through with this, I'm going to say screenplay. Maybe even director. Uh, yeah, and I well, the one but, I feel str- most strongly about is screenplay because I yeah. think the Brilliant. the creativity of this idea. Of how you are so engrossed with no dialogue um, the whole time. And, like, in, I mean, yes, there's some dialogue, I know. But, like, for the most part, there's no dialogue. And, and Dialogue just, is there when it's important. And the way that they have suspense. And then those also, like, again, going back to what I said with Annihilation, those, like, deeper human mm-hmm. emotion, those themes about, like, the resiliency of parenthood and just, like, how strong these people are and how hard they'll fight yeah. to stay parents. And, like... Um, speaking 
So, like, I agree with that. But for me, speaking on, like, a technical side, this movie was supposed to be driven by its sound. Everything is, like, like, all sounds are either saturated or just drowned out. And they still added a score, too. Mm-hmm. Like John Krasinski even said, he's like, I didn't want to have an absence of score because I wanted the audience to still think that they're at the movie. So I want to watch this again. And because it, this is a sound driven movie, the plot is driven by it. The filmmaking is driven by it. Yeah. I want to see how intensive all the sound is because it could sneak in with all that stuff too. So oh, I think, think sound it has a maybe score. I don't know. I don't think score. I actually didn't love the score. You didn't? No. Why? I mean, I didn't hate it. Is it, it because of the jump scares parts? No, the, the, I the thought it was a little, violins. like, I don't know. It just felt a little, like, clinky-clinky. Um, and I thought it was fine. Like, I'm not, like, angry about it. But I just didn't like it very much. So I would be surprised if it was nominated for score. Okay. Um, but well, Emily Blunt, I mean, like, her performance was exhausting, heart-wrenching. I again, mean, like, the scene in the tub. That's all well, you have to really say. The, the scene in the tub where she's, you know, giving birth and trying not to scream and just watching that and, like... Where she stepped on the nail and you, I believed her vis... Or, not, I'm not going to say visceral twice in the same podcast. When, and you just believe her just, like, gut-wrenching, like, holy shit, I have a nail I, in my foot. And I can't scream and, like... Yeah. Well, I think also just her softer moments, the way that she interacts with the kids... Mm-hmm. Uh, that one where she's trying to make that one, she's trying to make the boy laugh, you know, and she's yeah. like, and she's making all these faces and stuff, and you're like, you can get so heavy in this film, and somehow you've managed to make the audience laugh for a minute, and like, I I do think it would be a shame if she wasn't nominated. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I say that now, I don't know what else is coming out, so I mean like... Because again, we have other things, we could, like... There could be five other women who just... I bet uh, for some reason I know you had a not positive response to the trailer, but I feel like Felicity I know Jones, Felicity Jones playing. I, I mean, she might be fine. I didn't love what was happening in that trailer, but I think we'll see. I, I don't want to get into that because I haven't seen it. Yeah. But um, I think, um, but yeah, I think screenplay. It would be weird if he wasn't because I think also there's a certain repetition that happens sometimes, and you have someone who is semi-famous who wrote a new screenplay that's a horror film and it's, he's, it's he's very Jordan, Jordan Peele yes and it is no yeah I think Get Out for sure I mean uh, A Quiet Place is writing on the coattails of Get Out and they did but down. like he it's I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that he elevated Get Out because Get Out oh, was no. near perfect yeah I would, to me, honestly, yeah. it was perfect but to other people they would say near perfect I don't care but it, they, yeah. it just took it went in the same genre, took a complete right turn, and still, I was just able to see this on the same level as that film as well. And I think also just how impressive it is to have a monster movie that still scares people. Because yeah. usually monster movies I was horrified have really lost their flair. But then the whole time I'm like, and same thing with Annihilation, I was just so tense, like just so uncomfortable. And yeah, but monster movies this year have been doing a good job. Yeah, and I mean, I don't even know if I... I guess Annihilation's kind of a monster movie. I it's sort of an alien. Yeah. Because, um, like, that, it wasn't like an alien. Those, pocket. those things were animals. They were mutated animals. Well, but Annihilation comes from an alien, like, it, thing that lands on Earth. The that, Yeah, that, like, causes all the molecules to get mixed up, which yeah. is... Um, but anyway... Um, so with this one, I would say of the three, it has the best contention for a picture nom. Oh yeah. I, I still would argue, I mean, again, we have to wait till Oscar season actually comes out, but of the three directors and 
I feel like John Krasinski is the in the best oh. avenue to get there. Screenplay, I almost feel like, is an inevitability. Screenplay, yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. I'm like, that's I would, the only one where I feel like it's an inevitability. I would be legit surprised if it wasn't. Um, I'm not even really surprised because horror movies have a tendency to get mm-hmm. ignored. And while and we are learning about technical aspects of filmmaking, so all of the things that we say, where it's like, oh, it can go with sound. Well, even with editing too, this movie clipped along. Oh, yeah. Everything totally. was just so succinct and was well. It was just like, um, you can also attribute that to the screenplay as mm-hmm. well. But just everything was paced so brilliantly. And the thing is, I don't think it's out of place where it's going to sweep. Oh. You know, but I think it could be similar to Get Out in terms of like, Get Out had really yeah, solid had nominations. Hours, right? You know what I mean? Like it had, well, it won. It was nominated for screenplay and picture, best actor and director. You know what I mean? Like a very, those are very solid categories though. And I feel like like it could be similar where you have like director, writer, picture. Those are four out of the big five. Yeah. So it's like you, I feel like it's going to, it would be weird if it ended up getting nothing. But at the same time, again, horror movies, Mm -hmm. it's hard to get them in and get out. What made get out very different than a five places like get out was very like, culturally relevant it was very it was a very important movie you know what I'm whereas quiet place right isn't really like it's a little bit more broad of a theme mm-hmm. and so it might not impact voters as much you know what i'm thinking about right now in terms of like i mean we'll get into hereditary i'm just going to talk about these first two movies in terms of like how focused you are with the story and how it's coupled with the filmmaking effects. I think it's like, not not at the same caliber, but I feel like they're in the same lane as Mad Max Fury Road, where that was like the main focus was like the story and us being brought along with it. And the acting kind of like wasn't really the focus, but it was just elevated by the fact that you had great actors. When you think I think I'm, I'm having trouble following your train. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> like, that's how it normally is. I no one knows where my thoughts. Okay, yeah, I was like, I like see where you ended up there, but I was just yeah. I mean, they were all three of those movies are very good, so I guess that makes sense. Oh my god. Yeah, I was like, I don't you know. know. What? We're moving on to Hereditary. <laughs> okay. Okay, Hereditary for me, the only thing I think it could, get, it could get is Best Actress. Yes, and I agree with you. Yeah. I do not think it really has a shot at screenplay. I mean. Maybe just no. production design because it was like a very visually interesting film. But I mean, maybe the use I mean, of, there was or like maybe that's cinematography that I'm thinking of. Because oh, you're talking like, about how it zooms into the dollhouse and all of a sudden it's just no, it's just the, the use of color and like color, yeah. Because, like, I mean, the, the sort of like warm, deep hues that are throughout the whole film and like. It, it really makes you feel like you're in something ancient and something, like, rotting, you know, the whole time. And, like... I mean, a big th- carry-through of the whole movie is the fact that things are rotting, things are being sacrificed, like... That or that they're being messed with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that is the thing. It looks like a dollhouse, and they keep doing that trick with the dollhouse. Yeah. And, like, it sort of makes you feel like they don't have a choice on anything you know like everything is being sort of decided well, it's like them. it's like how when we watched it in the classroom scene okay if you ever see a movie and, you're, and you go into a classroom and all of a sudden the dialogue from the teacher and the other students is muffled really pay attention <laughs> to it because they are literally spelling out the plot for you. i know it, it cracks me up every time because i was like well i guess we know but in the, that is a yeah. common movie trope 
it has almost never deviated from. <laughs> and this movie proved that they did it again. Yes, which I did love the screenplay. I loved it for that when the when they just admitted very early on that they're like. What makes it hard to watch is that everything's just so hopeless and there is no way to get better. And I'm like, no, it's true. Like, you don't really know how they could They were under the Anne Dowd's thumb the whole time. Oh, yeah. And, like, it just seems like everything was really obvious, but that didn't bother me. I don't... In terms of Oscars, like, I mean, I think this movie was really great in terms of its screenplay and its direction and its acting. I don't think it really has a shot at Oscar noms because it was a little bit more polarizing than the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for Tony Collette. Like, yes. I think Tony Collette is a very good shot. She only has one nomination and is a very respected Sixth actress. Sense. I mean, like, yeah, Six Sense, which is another, you know, horror another film. Horror film. Um, it's just weird to me to think that, like, a performance that good wouldn't even be in contention. And they're pushing for it. I've already seen the, like, the... Because, like... They're the, campaigning for it. For me, the scene at the dinner table, when she starts screaming at him, being like, I am your mother. Well, and even the smaller stuff, because, I mean, to me, I... The seance scene. Yeah. Which like, was laughable. No, the seance scene's supposed to be funny. I'm, yeah. I'm convinced it's A supposed to be funny. A lot of people are just like, why did I laugh at this horror movie? And I'm like, it's supposed to be over the top. The whole film is over the top. Well, yeah, it was sort of a return to the, like, heavy, almost European-type horror films that are what? so... What? What do you mean European-type horror Because European horror films are so, um, like, what? they're visual, they're over-the-top, there's heavy gore, there's... Everything is in abundance. I need an example of a European Like Suspiria. What's that? Okay. <laughs> I mean, your 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 comparison is being lost. Well, on you, but someone listening knows what I'm talking okay. about. Or like, what's um, oh, what's that Italian one? It's called a uh, zombie, or zombies, or it's like spelled weird or something. Um, huh. But yeah, no, they're they're known for like very um over the top, very visual. Very. Um, is it like is it like in that scene in Juno where Jason Bateman shows Ellen Page that really really gross nonsense? Yes. Okay. But like, it's not always nonsense though. It's like. Um, well, what he was showing her was nonsense. That person. Yes, was, it is told her. Okay, it's zombie without an e. Is the movie I'm thinking of? Oh. Um, so yeah, and it's like. That woman was having a drill press put through her entire. Abdomen. Yeah, that was nonsense. Well, you got to think about like Tony Collette. Again, you've been warned about spoilers. Like, with the wires on her neck. Yeah, sawing her head off. And, like, just... And, like, the little girl... The the girl losing her head. Um, Did you know? And I went back and I was, like, reading through it. Payman, the hell god, needs three heads to be brought back. And that is why the little girl's decapitated. The grandmother's body had her head cut off. And Tony Collette sawed her head off at the end. Okay. So he needed three heads and a and a male host to come back. Okay, which is crazy. Um. Oh, um. One thing I want to talk about. Um. Um. So, like, the acting in the movie was good. Obviously, Tony Collette carried it. But a person that interested me in the movie was the the brother. Well, I love the the scene. One of the best scenes in the whole movie to me is when I guess it's like a a, a scene couple couple because uh-huh. it's one after the other. But when when his sister loses her head from the car accident. And he goes into shock. Yeah, he just goes into shock. And his performance is great there. And then just how he underplayed that. Because I feel like that could be screaming, that could be crying. And he just sort of like, 
you could see him like you know slightly like vibrating, but it was like he had to just go home and then lay in bed. I mean, you, you saw his eyes that he was fighting to not look back. And that beautifully directed moment where he's laying in bed, mm-hmm. and then in, instead of like showing Tony Collette's reaction, she you hear her be normal saying, "Oh, I'm gonna go run this errand," and then she goes out and you hear the screams and like, and they just do it from his face, and he just knows that like this is happening. So, I want to say a thing about him. His name. Um, is Alex Wolf. He started out as a Nickelodeon star. I did know that, yeah. Yeah, at this little this little I went show. I was in high school with Alex Wolf too. Oh, nice. Not the same guy, but still I did. <laughs> he started out at this show called The Naked Brothers Band with his old with his older brother Nat Wolf, who was also in movies. He's in this um, he's in this movie called like Paper Towns with Cara Delevingne, who's in okay. Home Again, uh, with Reese Witherspoon, and I think I don't even know his most famous role, but I'm going to say it's when he played the blind kid in The Fault in Our Stars. Hmm. Yeah. And even back then, I could tell that this little kid was a good actor. Because well, yeah. when he was in that TV show, he was like maybe 10 years old, if not younger. And I was like, I, I believe all of his performances. <laughs> and I was really happy to see him in anything at all, let alone something like this, and to be that good at it. And it was, it, it, he did do so well, and like, I feel like his character is, I mean, you can almost argue he's the protagonist, I mean, because a lot oh, yeah, of it's, it's his story. a lot of it's through him, and um, and his mother, and their relationship, yeah. and he's the linchpin to the whole plan. Well, you know, there's so many scenes in it that are between them, where you sort of, and I, we've talked about this before, where I just felt like Hereditary was almost the anti- Quiet Place. Where it's all about. Because, like... How family is toxic. A Quiet Place is, like, family is the best thing in the world and the most important thing in the world, and even if there's a weird sound apocalypse, you should still keep having children, and you should fight for those children and, like, love those children. And then Hereditary seemed like it was a movie about, like, the nuclear family and how it is toxic and how we set ourselves up as a society to live together in these units, even when we don't really like it. And she kind of felt pressure to have a kid and she didn't really want one. And now she's stuck with him, but he's stuck with her too. Also, and they all just also, live together. <laughs> also, never trust grandma. Yeah, don't trust the grandmother. Well, in the, yeah. The, I like in anything, never trust grandma. I love, when I loved her character, and she doesn't even really, she doesn't appear, but I loved just the concept of Except her character. Except for the beginning when the lights get turned off and she's just standing there. Oh yeah, that's terrifying. She's, yeah, that was the only time that the movie didn't use... No, I know. No, I'm thinking of a quiet place now because, like, that movie didn't use the jump scare, harsh violin sound a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, things are just there, and it's your job to find them. Oh well, yeah, Hereditary did that a couple times yeah. because they would just Funny be Colette in the corner of the room. Yeah, she just was sort of hanging out somewhere, and you're like, what? but yeah. yeah, I think they're already the they're already pushing. The studio's already pushing for her to be nominated, which I'm happy about. Tony Collette's great. I just I like really it. don't think we're going to get Emily and Tony in the same season. Because, because people are only going to vote Academy for is stupid. one horror movie Ugh. actress in that category. You're not going to have two horror movie actresses in the same category. Now, I hope I'm wrong, because Emily Blunt is great, amazing movie. I would argue Tony Collette is more impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, just And it's partially just because she has more going on. You know, like, it's not like Emily Blunt. You've told me once, Tony Collette will always surprise you. She'll always surprise you. And I've seen her now, I feel like, a thousand things. And she always... Like in the other horror movie, amazing movie, Krampus. Krampus, which awesome. weirdly enough, 
I thought that that was going to be kind of just like a meh movie for her. And no, she goes in and she gives this wonderful, amazing, heart-wrenching performance. But she's also kind of like this uptight, you know, like, and it's very different than what she's done before. But then Sixth Sense, she's, of course, you know, brilliant in that and very sad. And I'm like... in the car at the end where she cries. Oh, yeah. He has all the words, but it's all her performance. You know, like, it's... um, I I loved her in that movie. And I, I really do think... She, I mean, she's one of the most underrated actresses, if not the most she's underrated actress in Hollywood. Because I, I can't think of anyone who impresses me that much and it doesn't currently have an Oscar. Yeah. And I think of how many actresses or actors. I was about that to be like, them. I thought you had a whole list, like Amy Adams or Annette Benning. <laughs> yes. Well, it, the thing is with Amy Adams and Annette Benning is that people are at least aware of it because they've been nominated a thousand times. Tony Clark has been nominated, nominated once and it was like, what, 10 years ago now? No, 20. Like, 20 years ago now. 1999. Oh, shit, yeah. It's almost like 20 years ago. She was... Yeah, because it was early 2000s. But it's no, a, no, it came out in 99. Yeah, but it's bordering close to... 20 years. 20 Holy years crap. since Tony Collette's been nominated. And I think she's just continually... I mean, she's gotten Emmy since then, but... For... Was that United States of Terror? United States of Terror? Yeah. Okay. But um, I, uh, I, I think... So for Hereditary, Best Actress, hopefully a shoe-in... But for me, that's the only thing it even has a chance at. Even though, like, if it got anything else, I would be ecstatic because I think it's wonderful. I don't. I would honestly argue. I think I. I liked it better than A Quiet Place. I think it was a more difficult movie. It's not as easy to watch or understand as A Quiet Place, which is a very straightforward film. Right. You don't really need to think too long about A Quiet Place, but I feel like Hereditary. Hereditary deserves more than one watch. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, gosh, it really impressed me. It was horrifying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was watching through my fingers. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it was a quiet place. Uh, Except for that stupid audience we saw it with. Oh, yeah. I hate Horror movie audiences can be painful. Although, weirdly enough, what A Quiet Place was managed to accomplish is that no one was talking during that movie. They were too scared of the alien who was going to come eat them. Um, um, so now that we've talked about the three horror movies, yeah, I like all three of them. I hope that each one of them could possibly get an Oscar nom. But what I want to do now is hope is just talk, like just to get a little, little bit of a jab in with two movies that I hope get Oscar noms. And I think one of them absolutely will just really, really quick. Black Panther will win costumes. Oh yeah. At least a nom. Black Panther we'll see what else comes win. out. But. Black Panther will win costumes. The only other thing is maybe Colette, this other movie coming out with Keira Knightley, that also seems to be a costumes-driven movie. We will see. And the other movie that I want to just mention, something that I think deserves Oscar noms, but Tyler and I have talked about it before, it will most likely be forgotten, is Leave No Trace. Oh, yeah, Leave No Trace was good, but I, that was kind of a... Not even acting... Thompson McKenzie. Oh no! I, she can cry without. Clo- she can cry on cue. Well, a lot of she's that's 15. just that's just doing her job. But I know. But no, I agree with you. It's so good. I just with that movie though. I'm like, there are a thousand amazing independent movies that come and go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's that's a movie that I just hope and pray is not forgotten in the shuffle. I think it. Almost 100% will be, personally. Speaking of 100%, it sells 100% Rotten Tomatoes. I know, it's a great film, but it's just not, no one's talking about it. You know, like, it's, we're the only people who even know it's real. And the other (laughs) movie, um, um, original screenplay, 8th Grade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, 8th Grade, I think it's, 
in my opinion, so far with any movie that's come out this year, the biggest shoe in for screenplay. Hands Even down. more than a quiet place, you'd say? Yes, one hundred percent more I would say. Okay. Um I, I you know, I I don't I don't I'm not gonna argue that it'll be nominated. I don't think I just feel like I don't even People flipped out about that movie. That's it's, true. It's so good. If I anyone think, hasn't I seen it, go see it and talk about your childhood and cry. Bill Burnham could even squeeze in a directing. I wouldn't be horribly surprised. And she could, I can't remember her name right now. But Elsie Fisher. She could squeeze in a lead actress. For um, sure. She is the voice of Agnes in Despicable Me. I'm but you know that. how I feel about those movies. Yeah. I hate them. Well, yes. Yeah. But <laughs> the, um, yeah. I, I think, yeah, eighth grade almost deserves its own podcast. I feel like I can't even get into that right now because we wanted to focus to be in the other ones and I have so many things to say about it. <laughs> okay, right, so I so think that concludes this episode with Oscar predictions. Thank Woo! you for listening to Oscar Grouches. If you like us, please uh, rate us. If you don't like us, uh, fuck you. And then, um, Yeah, please, go fuck yourselves. Uh, and, yeah, subscribe and stuff. Okay, see you guys later. Bye! Bye.